This episode of the Mighty Parenting Podcast is sponsored by Versity Blood Donation Centers and The Great Courses Plus. If you've been listening to this podcast, you can probably tell that my family and I love learning. And one of our favorite resources for discovering new information is The Great Courses Plus. I love The Great Courses Plus because I can always find a wonderful course to satisfy my curiosity, whether I am in the mood for personal development, science, or something else like yoga or tai chi, or maybe even learning or improving my chess game. And my kids both find courses despite their diametrically opposed interests. And it's not just me. Other people say things like, I've already learned more than I ever dreamed I would, or The Great Courses Plus have done a great job selecting profs. Find out for yourself because they are offering Mighty Parents a month of unlimited access for free so you and your family can enjoy learning. Just visit thegreatcoursesplus.com slash mightyparenting. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash mightyparenting. Pop on over there and grab your free trial today. Find great courses and let me know what you and your family think of the service and what you've been enjoying. Welcome to Mighty Parenting, a podcast with real raw and relevant talk about raising teens and parenting young adults. Today's show is going to be just a little bit different and a little bit shorter than normal, so I hope that you enjoy it and that you will stick around to the end. We're going to kick off with a little info from one of our sponsors, Versity.org, and I have some stories to share with you from them. And then I just have a little conversation that I want to have with you in light of what has been happening in the world lately. So let's kick off with a little background and some stories from Versity. I want to talk to you about some people today. I want to talk to you about Jesse, Jack, and Isaac, who all had leukemia, and their lives were saved through blood transfusions. And Isaac, when he was diagnosed, he was only two years old. Or Mariah Roberts, she was only three days old when she was in a fight for her life due to sickle cell disease. Can you even imagine that? I can't. As a parent, I just cannot imagine having my baby in that kind of a fight for their life and at three days old or two years old. I know I had a baby in neonatal intensive care for three weeks after her birth, and that, that was just a watching and waiting game. That was just giving her some time, time for her lungs to get stronger, time for her to learn how to eat on her own enough and how to breathe well on her own but we never really felt her life was in danger. These parents of these kids, they were facing that. They were facing the most horrible thing any parent can think of. And I can't imagine what their life was like. Then there was Emily Alanis, who would have died in childbirth along with her son. When Emily was pregnant, she was diagnosed with ITP, which is a rare blood disorder that causes low platelet levels and low platelet levels prevents clotting. 
Well, during delivery, Emily required a C-section, and then both she and her baby received blood and platelet transfusions, and it saved both their lives. None of that would have been possible without blood donors. And that is what Versity is asking of us today. They're asking us to make an appointment to donate blood. And I know if you've never donated before, it can be a little scary. I still remember the first time I donated and I was terrified. What I remember most is being surprised though, because actually blood donation hurt less than getting a shot, which makes no sense in my mind, but I still find that to be the case is I would rather donate blood than get a shot at the doctor's office. And if you thought that you couldn't donate because of COVID-19, don't worry, it is not a problem. Versity's blood centers are open and they've been taking every precaution on top of their normal, highly regulated safety routines. Also, if you thought that you couldn't donate because you were told in the past that you couldn't donate due to something like living in Europe, which is something I did, my husband and I could not donate for several years after we came home. But rules have changed over time. So if there was a reason that you couldn't donate in the past, go check in, go through the questions and find out with the screening questions if you're eligible to donate now because things have changed over time. So if you live in Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana, Illinois, or Ohio, pop on to versity.org, V-E-R-S-I-T-I.org hop on there today and set up an appointment to donate. If you live outside those areas, check with your local blood donation center because supplies are very low and they're desperately in need of donations. And I know that sometimes it can feel like a small thing or like we should do something big to make a difference in the world, especially these days when there's so much happening and so much difficulty and so much pain and so much frustration in the world. It feels like we should do something big, but this is something big. One blood donation can save three lives. And I told you about stories of people whose lives have been saved through blood donation. So yes, this is a huge thing. This is a huge thing to the person who needs that donation. So this gives us a chance to give back, to do something, and save up to three lives with our donation. It's also a great way to get our teens involved in giving back. It gives them something very tangible they can do. It shows them that we can all make a difference, that every act that we do has an impact. So go online today. V-E-R-S-I-T-I dot org and set up your blood donation. And now on to some things that I really need to address. A little over a week ago, there was an atrocity in the United States. A black man, George Floyd, was killed by a police officer inexcusably and unfathomably. And there is so much pain and grief around this event. There is fear and backlash. And there is also opportunity. There's an opportunity for us all to step up and do the real work that needs to be done to create real change in our world so these things can't happen. There's an opportunity for me and people like me to listen, to hear, to acknowledge the privilege I've had in my life. There is an opportunity to raise a generation that sees color, that acknowledges pain and privilege, that speaks up and creates real change. 
And this isn't easy. It isn't fast. But it is good and it is right. Here at Mighty Parenting, I've talked a lot about communicating with our teens and 20-somethings. My guests and I have said good communication starts with curiosity and listening without judgment. Now I'm asking you to practice this like you've never practiced it before. Ask your teens and 20-somethings about what's happening. Ask what they know. Ask how they feel and what they think about it. Listen to them without jumping in, without telling them what they should do or what they should think, without judging their feelings. Just ask, listen, and leave the judgment at the door. And then ask what they can do about it, what they want to do about it. Encourage them to think it over and come up with concrete steps that they can take now and going forward. I can't speak about what those steps might look like for a black person or another person of color, even for a white person. I mean, we're all on a different part of our journey, but that journey starts with awakening and acknowledgement. We need to learn and to grow. We need to understand what privilege is and how it has impacted us in the world. I did an interview with Kristen Howerton recently, and I also mentioned that on my Facebook page. Her interview wasn't about race or privilege, but in her memoir, she has two chapters where she talks about that. And she really, I think, explained it beautifully. And she also showed me the fear that she has as a mother and how her own privilege, because she's a white mother who has four children, two of whom are black. And she realized that she had actually put her own son in danger. So having these realizations, having these wake up calls is important for us. I know for me, you know, I, as I said, I need to recognize my privilege. I need to recognize what I've experienced and how being white middle class has shaped my life in ways that I did nothing to earn. Not that it's a bad thing to have good things in my life, but I need to recognize what that means to me and what it means to other people. And I need to learn more. I need to do more and I need to do better. That's the message I've gotten as I've been participating and listening to people who are talking about what's happening out there in the world. I need to start and participate in discussions about race. I need to learn what actions and attitudes contribute to systematic racism and call out myself and others when we perpetuate them because I don't want to live in a racist culture. I want this to change. And I need to recognize that I don't even yet know what I don't know or exactly what I need to do. But I do see these first steps. I see this as a place to move forward. And what I do know is that I'm a parent and it is my responsibility to raise good humans. I know I'm the host of this podcast and it's my responsibility to bring you good resources. So I am making a um, better effort even to do that now. I'm, I always try to bring you good resources, but I've gone back and I'm looking over my content calendar. And while I am still going to keep all the shows that I have in there, and we're still going to cover you know, teen relationships and grief and parenting by personality and finances and all these other topics, 
I'm also making sure that we have shows on compassion and self-compassion, more on communication, both our communication with our kids and teaching our kids how to communicate and have discourse that is maybe difficult, but good and open and listening. I'm going to make sure we have shows on acceptance and inclusion and diversity, on gender and on race. All of these things impact us. They impact our kids and our relationship with our kids and they impact the emotional and mental well-being of our families, which is at the core of Mighty Parenting is that we want to raise happy, successful, emotionally healthy kids. So if there are other topics that you think are important and would like to see covered on the show, email me at connect at mightyparenting.com. And again, I do so appreciate you for being here. I appreciate that you are walking on this parenting journey with me. And I hope that you will also walk with me as we just take another look at our parenting journey and what our families are going through and expand the, I guess, expand our awareness and our compassion. So with all of this in mind, I will post a couple of resources for you on the show notes for today's show. And I also want to remind you, compassion, giving back, helping somebody else, remember to go to versity.org, V-E-R-S-I-T-I.org, and schedule an appointment to donate blood today, even as we are going through all of these difficult times. I know this might be a little bit tough, but mighty parents, you are tough. You're here, you're trying, you are a mighty parent. You got this, and I will see you next week. 